Let's do this thing. Ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. This is Drew Sits with tonight. I'm joined with Noah Coho. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How you doing, Broski? I'm good, Drew. It's good to see you. It's been a while. How have things been with you? Things are going good. Good. Yeah, I'm doing this little passion project, so I appreciate. I've been hounding you for yeah, months, and yeah. you, you you keep dodging me. So yeah. I finally got them, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. I saw the first time you posted the first one that came out. I remember I was like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking cool." And um, they were like, yeah, I got to get you on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then I got all like a little scared and nervous about it. I was like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But finally, we got this going. I'm excited to be here, chop it up with my boy Drew. This is going to be great, man. Yeah, absolutely. So how did these things work and how did you get started doing these? Uh, I just love podcasts. I love listening to them all day long. And uh, I was just like, finally, like, fuck it. You know, I just got to do it. I don't know. It's, it's like so easy, you know, like obviously it's, you know, you got to buy the shit and stuff, but it's really not that much money to, to get all this stuff, right? It was a one-time investment. And then it's just like, I don't know. It's also just like a fun excuse to like see you. Like why, why would I see you? you Absolutely. Know? I, unless like I just randomly or something. But. Absolutely. Who are some of your favorite podcasters? Favorite Rogan for sure. I love all like the stand-up people. Um, Great. I love Tom Segura. Your mom's house is, is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Kill Tony is really fucking funny. I don't know if you know anything about that, but uh all that kind of shit. Um, Legion of Skanks is another kind of funny one. I don't know. I also like lo- love history ones too. Like I'll listen to like a ten part series on fucking Napoleon Bonaparte. You know, just yeah. like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I um, not so much anymore. I had a huge kick for a while. I was uh, I was really into. I was I watched a lot of like Joey Diaz, Fuck Joe yeah. Rogan, Bobby Lee, Theo Vaughn, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about those guys' podcasts, but they are so freaking entertaining. Just listening to comedians chop it up because oh, yeah. it's like funny meets funny. And then when they sit together and there's alcohol or weed or something involved, sure. and like just the, the natural funniness of them, two, the two of them being together comes out. It's freaking hilarious. Theo Vaughn is probably one of my favorite people to watch. Oh, yeah. His humor, dude, is just unmatched. Like there's nobody even comes within an a mile reach of his humor you're like what the fuck did you just say and then you'll get it like two seconds later and you're like i can see it in my brain like when did you come up with that dude and it's he's so quick-witted with everything you know and then even he'll be sitting with some like um andrew santino like all like smart comedians and stuff and like you just said theo will say a joke and then they'll be like "Ah, ah, ah." and a couple seconds later they'll be like oh fuck and they'll start dying laughing they're like where did you even think of that shit yeah it's so funny yeah theo's great dude yeah theo Vaughn and Bobby Lee podcast is uh that's always going if you have not listened to any of these people that we're talking about ladies and gentlemen hilarious treat yourself hilarious. go home and go home and listen to a goddamn podcast yeah start with the old ones though oh yeah the, the OG ones right when everybody started podcasting because that's when there was no filters people were saying doing whatever they wanted to do yeah. introduce us to your to your puppy Come here. <laughs> he's a little skittish but uh that is Rico Suave he is son of Trapzilla. He's one of like the more famous extreme bullies in the bully community right now. Cool. Um, his uh, his dad is literally like 
Shaquille O'Neal mixed with Brock Lesnar, you know, oh, like of a jacked. bully. Yeah, let me pull up a picture yeah. of him. So he's, I'll give you the stats before you see the picture. Standing at a whopping 13 inches tall. Fuck. 83 pounds with like a 24-inch head. Right, the dome is huge. Yeah. Um, hold on. I gotta dig in my phone to find it. So what's a bully? It's a pit bull and a bulldog? So... <sighs> Holy shit! It, yeah, crazy, right? It's Photoshop. Crazy, right? It's not. It's it's literally not. I mean, the the it, it's because it's a picture. You know, it just makes him look everything more defined and stuff like that. But then when he's standing next to a human, you know, it's no, like man, he, it, he's like, how wide how, was he? Nothing. I don't know width wise. Um, Even this guy's shoulders are. Let crazy. me find. He's got to have a picture. He just posted one. He's got a long tail. Beautiful. It's like silky. Yeah, shiny, right? So, I mean, like here's him and the owner crouched down. Oh my god! So you know what I mean? Like he, he's a he's a big small dog. His like, owner looks exactly like him. Yeah, right. It's not. I hear that people say that a lot. That people like uh, the owner looks like their dog. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, but this dog is freaking in in the community. It's it's unbelievable. The owner has made over a million dollars breeding him alone. So just for, you know, um, like say you had a female. It's good hand motion. Yeah, say, yeah, exactly. Well, because they they have to use, um, what is it? The artificial in insemination because mm -hmm. of how their body structure is. They can't naturally reproduce. So Whoa. it has to be like. I didn't know that. In layman's terms, you know, you pretty much have to jerk the male off and then just insert it. And it's like same thing with cows and shit Turkey like bastard, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gross, you know what I mean? But you got to get it how you can. And, I mean, yeah. if someone offers you 5000 to jerk off your dog, like... Fuck it. Even every time, you know what I mean? Um, but I, it's not gross. No, I totally get it. It's, it's not It's not gross. It's not sad, you know what I mean? Because I have no intentions of overdoing it, hurting. I love my dog more than I love myself. Like, yeah. So no intentions of hurting a dog, my dog, anybody's dog like that. What's um, his name? This is Rico. No, not Rico Suave. The the, the dad? Yeah. Trapzilla. Trapzilla. I bet Trapzilla loves it. Trapzilla. I'm sure, dude. I say the same shit. I say the same fucking shit. I was like, that dog is living so good. And because how they... I don't know. It's like Kobe beef. You know, yeah. it's like he just like lives like a padded exactly, life. Exactly, dude. Exactly. He gets sent to a massage therapist <laughs> once a couple times a week, bro. He gets played with. He's probably eating so good. Yeah, he's eating steak every That's day. unbelievable, man. Yeah, I'm that freaking that guy is so lucky to have a dog like that. Could you imagine over a million dollars just in one dog? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a cousin down in Missouri where yeah, I go right. hunting, and she breeds dogs. I don't think it's uh, like that. purebred yeah. uh, dogs, but yeah, you know, for duck hunting and shit. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. He's about five months, maybe a little bit older. Um, it's crazy though, dude. Even just like a regular dog, if you get like a litter of two or three and you sell them each for a thousand bucks, whatever it is, you know, a French bulldog is like what three grand a piece or five grand. It, right? it really depends because it's one of those like it's a trend. You know what I mean? I feel True. like uh, a lot of people don't even like the dog itself. They just like the image of the dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, they're the worst dogs. I stand by that statement. I hate French bulldogs more than fucking poodles, they're Yorkies, creepy. 
everything. Yeah. They're super annoying. They're they get into everything. Like they're the third. Um, when I used to work at like this dog daycare, and the biggest thing to look out for is dogs can play together fine when it's two. Okay, but as soon as a third dog comes in and becomes an instigator, that's where things go wrong because the two dogs that were initially playing may think that the one dog came in and is on one of the other dogs' team. You know, interesting. The French every single time there was a Frenchie in that fucking room, it would literally. <laughs> Both, see two dogs playing, bolt to that side of the room, bite both of them in the legs, and run away. And then chaos would just fucking emerge out of that the whole thing because nobody knew what happened. That's so funny. Such a piece. Of, they're so freaking annoying. They're so annoying. But yeah, I don't. When I was in uh, LA, I was moving out there. That's when the craze really blew up. Like they, sure. they were popular and stuff, but this is when like the designer ones. And People the, were getting like shot on yeah, Melrose for their French yeah, Bulldog. And this guy who lived in my building. Um, well, and my boss, he had one too, but his was older. He got it way before like the hype and stuff started building up. And this kid in my building, he bought one for like 25,000. It was $25,000. Yeah. I mean, downtown LA, yeah, you know, everything is going to be way more expensive as is, but yeah. he probably bought it from some, you know, big Instagram page breeder, you know, who just got taxed for the status thing and stuff. And right. I hated going to that guy's fucking room because that dog was so annoying. He'd just nip you in the ankles, right. tear your shoes up, you know what I mean? You'd yeah. shit right next to you. And little dogs that you think wouldn't be slimy, but they they kind of are. They're like drooling yeah, on you. Yeah, and it's it's really, it is sad, you know, to eat some of them that it just, they're consistently, like it just feels like their airway is blocked. They're just snoring constantly. Like you said, they uh, can't reproduce naturally or whatever. It's, yeah, I don't, I think Frenchies, I don't know if Frenchies, I could be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure Frenchies can. I think it's the bullies because they're so Interesting. wide, like they can't mount. You know what I mean? You ever seen two like tortoises? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. It would look something like that. I would assume it would look something like that for sure. Yeah, but, but because they're only they have like bullish features, so like bulldog features with yeah. like a pit bull. You know, they're just like a shrunken pit bull is what they're supposed to look like. I just don't see them. Dude, I just heard on Joe Rogan that uh, this guy bred gray foxes and over like an 80 year period or whatever like it was like his professor started it and then this guy like carried on like the the study he bred the foxes and over time he kept uh picking like the kinder gentler ones right and over generations the ears got floppy and like their teeth got like less sharp and shit like like he like proved evolution essentially really? yeah it's wow. like how they got like wolves to dogs you know wow Dude, I if I had the land, if I lived at that house I lived in Elgin still, I would love those fucking yeah. dogs. Those Bro, that was dogs. a cool spot. I, I know, about that. man. We were that right was, around the corner from was, each other. That was such a cool house. Yeah. That was uh, just living back there was cool. It sucked a half hour in the morning to get to school yeah. every day, <laughs> but um, that was that was such a cool spot, man. Didn't you and uh, Daryl go out and try to catch a snapping turtle out of the pond or something, right? Oh, yeah, there was one in there that kept eating everything. It kept fucking killing and eating everything. I was in, like, damn it, Noah, go get the turtle. Dude, and yeah, my mom was like, there's a turtle out there. Go fucking catch it. And she's like thinking me and Daryl are going to be like crocodile Dundee and go out there with our fishing gear and just catch a snapping turtle. Like Crazy. It was a huge pond to begin with. We weren't going to be able to find it. And if we did, guaranteed Daryl or, Daryl or myself was going to lose a finger to that fucking thing. Oh, they could take a finger easy. Dude, like nothing, <laughs> like a little fucking carrot. That, I don't know if you saw it on my story, maybe like a week or two ago. It came up on my memories from that house. It was like right before I was graduating, my senior year. 
there, I woke up one morning on like a Saturday or Sunday, and you remember how my bedroom, I lived in the basement, and there was the sliding glass door to walk out I the deck? I did see this. Do you remember that? Did you see the fucking headless rabbit that was just <laughs> on my mat? To this day, I have no idea what it was, because nobody lives close enough to me to want to do that, and nobody I know is sick enough to True. do something like that, right? True. And nobody, yeah, nobody lived fucking close enough. That was I the think it was your thing. dog. Who Diamond. It was a big ass pit bull, yeah. Yeah, but she. I, Dogs was, do that shit, man. They kill a squirrel and put it at your back door. Like she, I got this for you. But uh, she's never. She was never be outside. And I woke up in the in the morning. Like she was on my bed. Like woke up next door. Honestly, bro, it could have been a coyote. That, that's that was what it was. Coyote. It was, it was either a person or an animal, and equally or just as scary. It's like an omen. Yeah. Oh fuck. Fucking man. witch doctor. Fuck. Cursed you. Man, he's trying to trade for one of the dogs or something. <laughs> That was such a creepy thing, man. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like the horse's head in Godfather. Oh. <laughs> well, that's fucked up. Yeah, but it was just like on a well on my doormat, dude. A headless rabbit. Crazy. Decapitated. All right, bro. So you requested sugar-free Red Bull tonight. Mm-hmm. This is a weekday. We're pulling back the curtain for everybody, so uh, we're trying to be responsible, right? Yeah. There's a fully stocked beer. We got. If you want to open a bottle of wine, you got a sweet got, basement, dude. We, we this whole property is really cool. It's cool, right? Yeah. So most of it, um, my mom is great at interior design, and yeah, she it's super did. Nice. She did a lot of this stuff. Um, We're sitting at your poker table. Yeah. We're sitting at the. How poker many people table. does it sit? Um, if needed be, we could get eleven. Um, kind of uncomfortably. Comfortably, you want ten. A dealer and the nine players is usually what it would be. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. I'm starting to host probably one or two games a month. That's awesome. Um, it's yeah, I got a ridiculous deal on this table too because I, w- I knew I was gonna get one eventually, and there were a couple I was looking at from buying from like these companies that make poker tables, but they were so freaking expensive. I'm sure. And I was just like, dude, I don't want to buy you know like a two thousand dollar table, and then I got to get ten, eleven, twelve chairs, and then a poker chip set, and I was just like, you know what, yeah. dude. What's the one thing every married couple gets when they move to the suburbs? You know what I mean? With a finished basement. It's either a pool table, poker table, air hockey table, one of those things. Some and they sort keep of it for table, a yeah. year. They use it a couple times throughout the year, and then it's on Craigslist for 80% off. True. Sure enough, this right. lady just got divorced, <laughs> took all of her husband's shit, and I see 10 chairs, poker table, poker chips, and cards, all for like, it was like seven, 800 bucks. Whoa. Crazy. Crazy. That's a steal. She didn't know what she Crazy. had. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she just didn't give a fuck. Like, she just right. got all this in the divorce settlement. She's just... Dude, to get it all at once is awesome, cashing too. Cashing in. That was, that, was, that was great. That was great. Because I was looking at just used tables, and they were about, like, half off. A $2,000 table. Like, people were asking, like, eight, nine, $1,000 for it. And then I saw this, and I was like, holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. That's cool. Yeah, I've looked at pool tables before. And yeah, two thousand is like you're getting a nice one. Mm-hmm. You could drop ten grand and get like a fucking mahogany, you know. Yeah, pool tables get really expensive, dude. Crazy, crazy shit. No, but so I guess yeah, let's lean into. Uh, we didn't really talk about how we met or anything. We went to high school together. You came in um, sophomore year. Sophomore year from north east. From east, that's correct. Right, right, right. Yeah. Two South Elgin. We had, I feel like every year we had a bunch of classes together. There was one year where we had, I think, like three in a row. Yeah. So uh, you, we were just like chilling. Junior all day. year. Junior year, we yeah. had a ton in a row. Junior year, we had a ton. But yeah, each, maybe sophomore year, did we? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't, I think we got kind of introduced through mutual friends. 
Probably. And then we had a class junior. We had classes junior year. I know we had Beasley. We had Hoffer. And we had. Who? Science, right? Beasley. She was physics. Oh. Hoffer. And. Oh, Vandy Mortel. History. Yes. Yes, dude. That was a stack. Three great teachers, to be honest. Three great teachers. Dude, I miss her. And I'll be honest, hopefully, Miss Huffer, if you're listening to this. God, please be listening. Every once in a while, I'll Google your name, hoping to find your social media just to (laughs) message you. She was so cool, dude. She was cool. She was so cool. I would literally ask her, I'd be like, Miss Huffer, I'm so hungry. Like, do you want anything from McDonald's? I'll go run and get it. She's like, yeah, give me a frappe. And she just let leave. We go take fucking rip dabs in my car. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, I was like, hey, I. I gotta go to the bathroom for like 30 minutes. Is that okay? And she's like, what? Those were the days. Yeah, Matt Bland saw her one day in, um, and like at the grocery store, or something like that. She had like a bottle of wine in her basket, and uh, he's just like, Miss Huffer, how you doing? She's like, oh my dude, God. it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I still keep in contact. I'm still following. Did you know Miss Warnamont? No. So she was a sophomore. I think she was only there for a year or two. She was my sophomore year English teacher, and her and Huffer were like best friends at the school. Ooh. I follow her on Instagram, and every once in a while we'll talk and stuff, and I'll tell her, you know, like tell Miss Huffer I said hi and shit, but. <laughs> haven't got ha, haven't got the t- dude she freaking loved me man that was a great class stacked that was a great class dude and oh, who's that fucking bitch i'd always get into it with dude oh my god do you know yeah. what i'm talking about every single time i'd say something she'd just have a fucking something to say to me and then the one time i just couldn't take it anymore and i snapped and miss huffer just walked, like let us do it because it was all this tension building the whole year all right, screw what was her name like Theodora or something. That sounds that right. It? That sounds right. Because there was, because Kyle Arwell, friend of the show. Yeah, he man. was in that class with Tala and uh, Ernesto. Oh, um, yeah, there was everybody. Jake Miller was in that class too. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, so basically, that's definitely the year we became like really good friends. Because yeah. we, we would like walk to each, each of those classes together. We were we were we were homies. Um, yeah, and we had a class with Riley too, which was cool. It was like you saw like all the mm-hmm. uh, my relationship and my friends and everything. It was cool. Um, and then, like you said, you moved out right around the corner for me. We were both kind of far away from everybody. So we, you'd like come and smoke in my place or whatever after school. Well, like we all got out earlier than one year and everything. Um, I don't know. So I want to get back into the poker, though. We'll yeah, talk about that. Absolutely. So I just started seeing it on social media more. You playing poker more. It's kind of a thing people like once you turn 21, you can go to the casino or the boat or whatever. So, you know, I'd see people do it, but I felt like you were doing it more consistently. You started posting about like playing in actual tournaments and like winning decent money and shit. Yeah. Like, what got you into playing poker? Yeah. So um, cards, my dad's side of the family, they can um, have always just the gambling gene runs in that family, but not only gambling cards, every single family party, any event, whatever, at some point in time during the event, cards, a deck of cards would be brought out and they'd play whatever, poker, crazy rummy. It didn't really matter. Like they just sit even for no money, a dollar, $2, whatever. They just sit and talk and play cards for hours. So I kind of just always had it around me. I just had an understanding for it and stuff. I never really started playing until senior year. I started playing with like Nico, Connor, Zach, all them. And I was good, you know, like I I won the first couple times we all got together and played and I was like, you know what, like I I really fucking understand this game. Like I I understand what I'm doing. I understand what I'm looking for. I understand where I need to go, this, that and the other. So um, I started looking, you know, like I was 17 at the time, like there was nowhere I could really go play besides every once in like once every four months we'd get together and have a game. Um, And then I went to college 
when I, when I went to KU in the fraternity, um, shout out Fishy and Gates. He really, um, we started, Fishy started hosting blackjack nights at the fraternity. Oh, you were in a Jewish fraternity, yeah, correct? Yeah, A.E. Pie. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is technically my brother. That's so fucking dope. Say. Yeah, so Fishy yep. would host, he would be the casino and he would just have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys sitting at the kitchen table and yeah. he would just be dealing blackjack. I hate blackjack, right? Like, I hate it. It's my least favorite game. Like, I, I already know I'm going to lose before I even put my money down. I just don't play it. But that kind of got, like, the, the it kind of got me into gambling more, you know? And, then, like, um... Plus, you're playing with a big group yeah, of people. It's just, so like it's fun. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun, you know? And it never got too big, crazy, nothing like that. And then, uh, fast forward a couple years... I can't come back here and I'm like 19 and come back from LA right when COVID's happening. I'm 19, 20 years old and there's these charity games going on where it's a loophole just to have a traveling casino. Basically this place, there's, there's two or three different ones in the Chicagoland area and they just travel to different hotels, banquet halls, wherever. And it's a charity quote unquote poker okay. where some of the money that people buy in with is donated to a charity. There's probably no charity. You know what I mean? Every, it's a different charity every week. So it, it's got to be fake some way, somehow. <laughs> but you you can you only have to be 18 to go play at these games. That's so insane. when I heard about these, you know, um, I jumped on it right away. As soon as I heard on it, I, I, I it's seven days a week. They're open at a different hotel. You know, you just got to look on their website. They travel all through. They can be in Elgin and Batavia and chicago the next day um i started going there and i started with tournaments there's two different types of games in poker there's tournaments which is a tournament you know you play until you're the last one left and then there's cash where you know you sit down with 10 people and you can buy in from you know the block like between 100 to 500 dollars and you can get up and leave whenever you want you know whereas a tournament you buy in you play until you're done you right. can't you can't get up and leave you can't exchange your chips for money or anything like you play until you either leave or win um i started with tournaments because when i first walked in there man i was the youngest person by at least 15 20 years yeah, you man. know what i mean like they could just smell it on me so the first time i played i played cash and i just got washed so i, I walked in there with my friend i brought like i think 250 300 bucks and the max buy-in with i think 400 was you could buy in the most and i played for a couple hours you know i wasn't expecting to win at anything you know like i was so nervous the I whole bet. time like breathing super hard like, like these guys are real they're like professionals yeah almost. well that's what you think you know what i mean of course. That's, what, that's what you think but it turns out you know after going more and more like these guys most of them are fucking idiots like they just have nothing to do they're just a bunch of old guys are trying to get away from their wife you know like leave the house go throw cards around even if it costs them 50 60 100 bucks whatever to do so yeah so once i got um, a little more comfortable playing. I started with the tournaments and then with the tournaments started all the studying, you know, on positions and hands and equity and this, that, and the other. And I started getting really fucking good at it, man. Like it, it's hard to be consistent in tournaments too, because it's, it's a, there's skill in the game, but there's still luck. You know what I mean? Like you can be the best player in the world. That's what makes it good. Yeah. You can be the best player in the world and you can lose 10 times in a row to the worst player right. in the world. But it's not, you you're know? gambling, but it's not like slots. Like not there at is all. strategy. Yeah. You have to know Absolutely. what to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Because so why I enjoy it so much more as a casino game than any blackjack slots, roulette, whatever, is because when you go to a casino and you're gambling, like let's say you play blackjack, right? And I, you're playing, I'm the dealer. 
I have no, I don't give a flying fuck what happens to you, your money, anything. Because I'm the dealer. I'm getting paid hourly. You're going to, I'm going to get tipped or the person who comes and sits down after you is going to get tipped regardless. They don't care. You know what I mean? You can't pick up a read off the dealer. You can't, you know, get any hints or anything like that. But when you're sitting at a table with nine other individuals who are sitting there making decisions with their own money, their emotions start to come out. You know what I mean? Because not everybody can afford to be at the casino in the first place. Of you know, not. people are playing with money that they can't afford to lose anyways. Or they so. have way too much money and don't care to yeah, lose it. Exactly. And those people are scary though. Those <laughs> those are the ones that are, you you want like one or two of those people at your table but eating the pot. Yeah, but you got to be very cautious because like they just don't give a fuck, right. you know what I mean? So they could screw you. But um yeah, so once I turned 21, I was continuing to go to those charities for a little while, and then Rivers had opened up their poker room, uh, I think, right at the beginning of last year, right at the beginning of 2022. Because of COVID, you're saying? Yeah, Jan- I think in January 2022 is when they opened the poker room. Um, brand new poker room. So, like, they just, it was a okay. new addition to the casino oh, cool. that they opened in January. And so close, I'm like 10 minutes away from there. Yeah. Same thing, I started going, and they don't have tournaments, so I had to switch to play cash. Which, same, it's just the opposite of a tournament. You know, you can play for, you buy in for whatever you want. You can play for however long you want. and get up and leave. doesn't matter. Um, and the same thing, I kind of just, you know, noticed that I have an image at the table, like the young, dumb, and naive, and I kind of capitalize on that. You know, like there's a lot, like, like most of the guys there are 20, 30, 40 years older than me. They've been playing for longer than I've been alive and stuff. So they think I don't know, like, any of these little <laughs> games or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. Um, I did so much studying about it because I wanted to, you know, obviously for a point in time, like the dream was to be a professional poker player, Fuck you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because after a couple months of just consistently winning and crushing and everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, dude, if like, you make 30 grand playing poker, it's like, you're making higher than the average man, American. It's, it's ridiculous, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure everybody who starts playing or throughout the duration of their career it's at like one golf. point in time, they're like, you know, I could really fucking do something yeah. with this, you know, like I could go pro for sure. And then, um, Reality hits you, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, variance kind of smacks you in the face and stuff. And so, would you make like a dumb mistake on purpose early at a table or something to kind of like make it look like you or not know what you're doing? No, no. So, the the goal was you're gonna make mistakes regardless, you know what I mean? You can't see anybody's cards at the table, you don't know what anybody has, so you're, you're bound to make mistakes, big or small, everybody's gonna make a mistake. Um, what I would do was I would use the wrong terminology, I would show up with a beer, a half drinking beer, you know, and I'd just be acting goofy, I'd be really talkative, I'd be cracking jokes, uh, I'd be super, partying, yeah. super loose, you know what I mean, where I don't drink, that, that was the one, I'd have one beer, I'd show up, it was just a facade, you know uh, what I mean, and I, it just, to go with the image and stuff, and then because if you showed up with a coffee, everyone yeah, would be like, "That's fucking sticko," you know. Yeah. He's here just to just to study and t- not talk and take everybody's money. But like, I'm loose. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking, cracking jokes, acting like a fool and stuff. And then like, people get hit, their hand caught in the cookie jar. You know what I mean? Hilarious. And then people will notice, and you could just feel it. The energy and the whole everybody at the table is like off. Oh, Fuck. Right, you like trick this, everybody the first time, kid, take all the money. This yeah. kid just got us, you know what I mean? He, they fucking got us. And by the time they realize it, I'm like picking up my chips and leaving, you know? Um, I I stopped playing for a little while at the casino um, only because I just really wanted to start stacking up some more bread and um, I just got busy with work and shit like that. But um, 
Winter's coming, so there's not going to be much else to do but sit inside, throw <laughs> cards around, you know. So I, I'll definitely be getting back in there soon. Yeah. Um, I do, like I said, I've been hosting like a game or two a month. And then I do play online with my friends a bunch. We just okay. have a, it's on an app. It's a club. We can just play between friends and stuff. Super cool. friendly, super fun. But it does get really crazy at times. So okay. it does get crazy. I heard like in the early 2000s, before they had banned it online, people would have like six games going at once and they're just like crushing it and just like cranking out money. And then like there was like one day, like whatever, black card day or something they just like shut all the servers down you couldn't play anymore you know um, anything about this no i don't so i know there's a bunch of like illinois poker is so weird like legality behind it i don't know why it's so illegal in some states um it would be such a great um like tax wise they would generate so many taxes yeah. if they were to just completely legalize it there's a couple like sweepstakes websites where you buy tokens and exchange the tokens for chips and then exchange the chips for tokens and then to money. Bitcoin, um, yada, yeah, yada. stuff, stuff like that. You know, um, I don't, I don't know why it's banned in Illinois, but I know you can, there's a couple sites, whatever, even in the legal States, you could play, you know, 15, 10, 15 tables at a time. How do you, you want to track of that? It's, it, it's hard, you know, like there's, there's some freaks that are doing it and they're only doing it based off like statistics. So they're only playing the hands that they know they have like hands in position, this, that, and the other, that they only look for the certain things. So they fold 90% of the time. Gotcha. But when you're playing 10, 10 tables, you know what I mean? Like, you're bound to get one hand every right. couple rotations or whatever. Um, I don't, that's, that's too boring for me. It's, it's so grueling. And I, I try to stay away from online poker unless it's with friends. Um, I, I don't like playing online at all. I like, I, I like being there, like touching the cards, touching the chips, seeing yeah, the it's people. All part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I get it. I don't, I'm not, it, it's, it's way too boring. It's grueling. To yeah, be it's honest. a different kind of grind. Yeah, I bet. It's, it's grueling. And, anxiety really does start to come out and it's just not fun just sitting at home on my phone i'm about to have a fucking heart attack you know right. what i mean like my heart rate's increasing i'm just like yeah i'm making huge financial decisions i fucking on a tuesday night sitting in my fucking bed like this is, <laughs> you know like what am i doing <laughs> what am i doing i gotta go to the casino for this so what about the new casino they're opening up in city Do you know about this yeah it's the valleys um it's gonna be really cool i don't it's gonna be a couple years before the ones open they open the temporary one though yeah it's, already open. it's on uh at the temple i haven't been yet i don't really plan on going until a poker room's open you know obviously when the actual valleys opens up i'll go check it out because it's, it's, well, it's like a sick. multiple floor like it's gonna be building, sick right? it's it's a dude it's like they just stole a building off the las vegas strip and put it in chicago it's ridiculous have you seen the um the concept picture of it i feel like i remember that yeah. it's a huge silver building okay that's what i thought i thought it was like a tower huge but i didn't know if silver that was building like... and then attached to it is like a mall pretty much cool. so it's going to be cool because besides nightclubs and hookah lounge type things like that there's not there's not another 24 hour you know place in Fuck chicago no, no that, that'd be really cool yeah so uh, this is going real philosophical, but why is gambling evil? Like in the Bible and shit, gambling is like a sin. And like, like why though? What uh, I think inherently, why is it bad? You know, I, I mean, it's just like everything, Drew. You know what I mean? It's like there's there's good and bad to take away from everything. And I think, I think it kind of creates to some people just like an unrealistic method of making money and then that kind of with that 
like greed or you know something like just really bad traits start coming out gambling of leads to greed and greed Stuff, is e- yeah. easy sin to point out right yeah. you know what greed is bad because you want things for yourself yeah and right. not even not even the i want for myself thing it's you know walking into the casino with a hundred dollars an hour later you're sitting there with six hundred dollars you know and you know you should fucking leave you're sitting you know you know you should fucking you just six extra money you should leave there's more greed yeah that's greed <laughs> That's great. And that, you know, like that could go and not, not just at the casino, like that could happen at so many different parts of life and stuff. Of course. So there's, there's a lot of things, you know, people just get really too sucked into a bunch of things, you know? And I think that's one part of it. Another part of it is if you consistently lose, you're never going to be in a good mood. You know what I mean? So you lose all your money at the casino and then you go home, you bring that into the house, you know, into your relationships right. at work. Yeah, your, your life's yeah. over. <laughs> You know, so I think it's, it's just like anything, you know what I mean? Um, moderation, control, right, and having good people around you too. You know, usually sure. when I would go play poker, um, I learned a lot. You know, I took away a lot of stuff from poker that I could apply to life, like discipline-wise, patience, this, that, and the other. Um, I had rules, man. You know, like I would go with this much money. I'd bring one buy-in, which was usually 300 to 400 bucks. And if I lost my first hand, I'd go in my car. I'd literally walk to my car, maybe sit there and fucking pout, cry, shed Scream. a tear or two for a minute. But, yeah, I would go home, you know? Like, there was no, oh, let me go get my wallet and take out more money and yeah. stuff. Because it's like, it's just not your day. You know what I mean? Like, just just take it and leave. You can right. another day. Come back tomorrow, you Crazy. know? Like, if you, if you lose in a shitty way, um, it, it really starts... Like your emotions, like I said, your emotions start coming out, you know, because you even if you did everything right, you can still lose by the river. You know, you can have the best hand all the way and he gets so lucky and pulls a two outer, you know what I mean, on the river. You're going to doubt yourself for the rest of your, like the whole time you're playing. You're like, what did I do wrong? You know, when there's nothing right. you did wrong, like he just literally a 1% chance and right. got there. Um, so that's why it's really important to be disciplined, have rules, follow your rules. If you can't do that, make sure you are, uh, everybody says not to gamble with your friends. I don't, I don't like gambling with my friends either. Um, but I have some pretty good friends that come to the casino with me that we kind of pick each other up. Like if, 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 one of us notices like he's having a fucking shitty night like we'll just pick him up off the table go outside go smoke go get some food whatever you right. know go take a walk and stuff um otherwise man yeah it's easy to get sucked in dude <laughs> it, it is very easy to get sucked in yeah. and it took me a while to learn you know because when i first started going to the casino i would go by myself like four or five days a week and i'd play for Crazy. five to you know the longest session i had was like 14 hours Holy i sat shit. and played there for dude and you know there were times where I was consistently, you know, like I would play, I would sit and play for, you know, like I said, anywhere from five to like a five to eight hours was generally the average I'd go play for. And after those five, eight hours, you know, I'd be up five, six, seven, eight, a thousand dollars. And I'd have that fucking itch, whatever, to go downstairs and go like gamble and try and three, four, five exit and stuff. And it only took a couple times of doing that to being like, this is, this is fucking stupid. Like you just, you just grinded your ass off to make this money from a bunch of old people. And you literally just pissed it away in 10 seconds downstairs. Like, fuck this, fuck this. You had it. Yeah. Now the only times I do stuff like that is I'll set a goal when I walk in, just depending on how I'm feeling and stuff. Like the first hour of being there, you double can, my money. Anything yeah, after that, you can play with. Pretty much, you know what I mean. Like if I sit down with 300 and I find myself with 1175 as I'm walking out, 
I'm taking the 175 downstairs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just netted 700, put that in my pocket. I have my buy-in I can use tomorrow. Let's go get lucky with the fucking 175. Right. Double it and fucking leave. We'll get a steak on the way out. Makes too. sense. You know what I mean? Makes sense. It's so much fun. Have you been to the casino yet? I've only gone two or three times. Which one? I boat? went to the boat and then I went to New Buffalo. Rivers in New Buffalo. I oh, think. nice. How was that? That one was pretty cool. It was way nicer than the boat, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a shit. But hole. I don't have the gambling gene like at all. All my friends do. They sports bet. They fucking play blackjack uh, yeah. and poker and everything. And I just don't give a shit. Like we literally got there and I just took like three. I got a beer and just took three laps around the casino. And then I then finally I sat down at the blackjack table with Ryan, lost a hundred bucks. And yeah. go, okay, are we ready to go? And I, the, everyone was sad <laughs> and one guy was happy as fuck. And then we left. It was yeah. just like, okay. Yeah, I that's that's why, man. That's why I don't I, I hate. But for you, it's games. different. Like you had this like um, quest you went on and like learned how to play. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I, I don't know. It's really like going into those tournaments and like going into the casinos. It's like a new experience. I don't know. I just think that's really cool. It's a sport. It's it's it, it's like compare. I like I I love it so much because it's competing. You can compete. You know what I mean? Like with with other people. Whereas everything else, dude, like you're just fucking flipping a coin. Blackjack, you're flipping a coin. Baccarat, roulette, all that shit. Like you're flipping a multi-faced coin. You know? And right. It's just not fun because. Fuck, man. I, the amount of money I've lost on table games like that. You know, within fifteen minutes. Like is like the three. I, you can lose three hundred bucks at a table game in in two seconds, you know. But you can take that three hundred bucks and go play poker for ten hours. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you just get way more out of your money. It's you know you can communicate with other people uh. and stuff like that. That's a good one. You, yeah, you can sit at the table, communicate with people. You can network. You know what I mean. You never know who you're gonna sit at the table and talk to. Like, right. It's like golf in that way yeah, as well, where exactly. you're just like shooting the shit with yeah, you. Can be yeah, yeah, yeah. CEO or Definitely. some shit. Definitely, yeah. exactly like golf. Um, That's cool. Yeah, my friends are trying to get me into golf. I just, it's not my fucking thing, dude. It's really hard. Yeah. I, I played contact sports. I didn't. I didn't play like baseball and shit growing up. I feel like it's it goes hand in hand. The sports you played yeah. growing up and stuff. I never thought about that way, but yeah, for sure. You know, like I feel like people that play baseball, maybe even. I don't even know about soccer stuff like that, you know. But Pussy like shit, yeah. Football, I, I wrestlers, shit like that. Like they just want the fucking action, you know. <laughs> they just want the action right away. Yeah, you can't really do that as an adult. Mm -mm. There's no like rec league. No, my friends and I, it's been brought up. We don't know if we're gonna bring it to life yet, but we're thinking about joining like a park district softball league or something. Hell yeah, that'd be just cool. to get some juices flowing, dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't want to have bad knees at thirty. Like I don't fucking run or anything anymore. <sighs> yeah. That's the tough thing, though, man. It's like you could hurt yourself. Well, we are only 24. If you do hurt yourself, it's kind of embarrassing now. True. If you're like 45, yeah, then you yeah, worry then, about then, it. Yeah, someone's pulling a hamstring. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Exactly. My dad hurt himself playing pickleball this summer. He's like devastated. What is pickleball? It's just tennis, pretty much? Uh, it's shorter than tennis. Uh, it's shorter distance, and then it's a wiffle ball instead of a tennis ball, and you have like a paddle. So it's kind of like ping pong and tennis combined. It's, wow, it's pretty fun. We played cool. it in middle school for, for whatever reason. Really? Set up all these little courts uh, in the gym. I, I just feel like it became popular because it was kind of cheap. Yeah. Like, just like shit lying around in your garage. And then yeah. now you can buy like a $1,000 paddle and shit. It's kind of stupid. But my parents like it. It's, wow. it's, an, it's an old person thing. So I work on the North Shore, uh, Wilmette, Highland Park and shit like that. And all the country clubs have racket clubs as well, right? So there's like badminton and paddle ball and like squash, you know, wow. that shit. And, you know, there's like all these weird games you don't think about. Yeah. Rich people shit. Exactly.
dude, I saw this lady in a Rolls Royce today. I was in like the uh, Studio Four One. It's like a faucet sink, like kind of place, right? So I'm in the back, like picking up an order. She comes in, like this business suit, grabs something, and leaves. I'm just like, where? At? What is this lady's story? Uh, that one's in Highland Park. Yeah, that dude North Shore is freaking crazy, man. That's where my friends live. Um, they live in Vernon Hills. Yeah, right there. It's sure. freaking ridiculous, dude, out there. Yeah, it's cool. It's a whole different type of money out there. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a Richmond North of Richmond feeling. Like, goddamn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Working in these people's yeah, houses. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's it's crazy. I kind of feel like a peasant when I'm out there, dude. Yeah. So again, this house, this neighborhood is so cool. Like again, I hopped off the highway and I'm kind of like, okay, what, what's, what's this going to be? Are we like in an apartment really, building or yeah. something? And then it's like, I didn't even know this kind of a house could exist. You know? Yeah. So my mom grew up in Elmwood Park, real close to where we are now. Cool. And um, I freaking love. I've been begging her like ever since I can remember just to move. I hated where we lived. You know, I hated living out in the butt fuck nowhere. Yeah. Like, we weren't close. We weren't even close to Schaumburg. You know what I mean? Like right. we, were, we weren't close to anything, dude. <laughs> and I've just begged her like, please, like as close to the city as we could possibly go. And um, she rekindled with a bunch of old friends and stuff like that. And cool. um, the house we were living in in Sleepy Hollow. That's when the housing market was like fucking just up here nice so um she cashed in on the house and we got this one and got it from a couple who was going through divorce so luckily it was really easy for her to get get in and just fucking get it really quick and cool. um yeah she applied her magic she's really good at interior design and stuff and she worked her magic and that's yeah, really nice pretty much gutted and redid everything cool yeah, very, very, very cool. Yeah, but I love the Chicago, like, style houses, you know? Like, I I don't mind the neighbors being Is bungalow? Is that the word? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it feels like one, right? It's just, it's a cute little homey house, Cottage, you know? Yeah, yeah and cool. then all the neighbors are just nice, old, you know, American citizens, you know? They're nice. You could go ask, knock on their door, ask for whatever. Um, Hell yeah. And it's, yeah, the being on the highway is the greatest, like, fucking thing ever true granite 90 sucks but it's it's so great because the worst thing ever was where we would live it would take what 25 minutes to get to fucking 90 and then yeah. another 40 30 minutes to get to chicago yeah you know so just eliminating that and then plus i'm less than 10 minutes from o'hare right by um rosemont if there's no traffic i could be downtown in 15 minutes you know but with right. traffic it's an hour sure which fucking sucks it could be uberable almost you know depending on where you're at or whatever yeah right definitely and the train's right there the blue line not that i don't know if i'd ever catch myself on it if ever yeah like a job downtown yeah, maybe if or ever something. needed well i do i do drive downtown a lot um for the one one of my jobs I, I do go to a lot of the restaurants downtown and stuff. Cool. Traffic sucks. I mean, there's no way around it. I love taking the train. I rarely do it, but anytime I can... The metro? Get on the metro, yeah. So it's so fun popping out of Union Station, Hell especially yeah. early in the morning. I used to do it. I was working cool. in, in the Willis Tower. We were um, in high school. We were doing like demo on one of the floors, redoing an office building. Yeah. And it was cool. I'd take the first train downtown and walking really cool. out with like all these... I'm fucking 16, 17 years old, and yeah. I'm walking out with people going to their fucking You're in finance the of it, job. Dude, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't belong here right That's now. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it just makes you feel alive, you know? Fuck yeah. I went uh, and helped this one house we did in the city. Uh, the homeowner needed help moving shit out of his office one day, so he, like, paid me cash, and I helped him out, right? But, uh, or like on like the, you know, 80th floor on this fucking building. And we were like calling out these computers, but we went on, I think it was like Labor Day or Memorial Day. So the entire city was dead. There yeah. was nobody there. It was like 7 a.m. There's literally no Nothing. cars on the street, dude. It was crazy. It was like zombies took over. Yeah. And we we're just like going up into this like crazy cool building. It was and, hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. 
I fucking love Chicago, man. It's one of the best cities. Yeah, I'm not really even cool. saying it being biased. I, I really do think it is one of the best cities. Yeah, there's that uh, saying. It's it's bigger than Boston, smaller than New York. It has the lake, the river, sports sports city. You know, there's like six sports teams. You food, know, food, yeah, music, bro. Everything Fuck is great yeah. here. Just yeah, the, the skyline. The skyline is just my favorite, dude. I, yeah. I compared that because L.A. is like three blocks of downtown. You got like four skyscrapers and a couple fucking banks. But nobody goes downtown. Right? Yeah, that's no, what I've heard. No. Pretty much. There's there's not really fucking nothing downtown. There's just shitty restaurants, apartment buildings, businesses, and banks. So where did you live at in L.A.? Right across the street from the Staples Center. That's fucking sick. Downtown, yeah. It was it was way wow. above my means. It was really cool. It was, it, was, it was quite the experience. But it was one of those things, you know, I was super out of place. 19 years old. I shouldn't have fucking been there. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody that lived in my building were huge day traders these giant you know business owners athletes there's rolls royce ferraris it's fucking cool all the stuff in my building yeah and it, it was really freaking cool because you could just tell you would get looks because once i got past the point of being there for like a month you know people realize like oh he's not just a fucking he's not just visiting he's he here, lives here yeah. yeah like you'd, you'd notice just the looks like people in the elevator like what the fuck is this kid doing here you yeah. know like what what the hell is going on <laughs> it's so funny that's that pretty place cool. is great, dude. I can't wait, dude. I, I've been dying to go to Vegas. I was supposed to go for my twenty first. <laughs> my birthday's March twenty first, March twenty fourth, and the lock lockdown happened like the sixteenth or something like right. that. Everything shut down, dude. So I haven't been able to go yet. But hopefully, yeah, it probably just kind of opened up recently. Um, it's been a year at least. It's been it's been a little while. It's been open. Um. But my friends go all the time. I got a uh, next time I'm going to join them. They actually just started this business company slash service where um, you basically contact them if you want, if you're planning on going to Vegas or whatever, and they basically just create your whole itinerary. Like they have a bunch of connections with restaurant owners, club owners, cool. this, that, and the other, and they kind of just, you'll do this and your reservations here, then you stop here, you go to this show, you go hang out here. Um, yeah, it's really fucking cool. That it, is cool. Yeah. It is awesome. A travel planner. Yeah. I don't know what you call that. Like that. I, I, I think it's just... VIP because, services. Yeah, exactly. Something along the lines of yeah. that. Like, they're just connected in Vegas, so they kind of just spread the connection. That's cool. And I've heard flights in. are actually pretty cheap to Vegas, yeah. right? Because it's like they yeah. want you to just get yeah. out here and spend Everything's money Everything's cheap in Vegas. So yeah, yeah, dude. Because they want you to just gamble. Everything's cheap or free. Dude, what about the desert makes it... It's like, it's even more evil you know it's like it's in the middle of nowhere it's by itself there's there's no plants or living things yeah. around it you know it's kind of interesting it's a thousand degrees yeah death valley it's you know? such a fucking it's interesting cool. place dude i although i do wish i would have got we would have been able to get a little taste of what vegas was like like when it was actually crazy you know like in the 60s 70s 80s yeah. and stuff have you have you read uh fear and loathing las vegas no. It, like, changed me and Adonis' life in Miss Huffer's class. We read that book, and, uh, dude, you don't know anything about Hunter S. Thompson? Uh-uh. Oh, my God, Maybe. bro. Oh, man. So he's from the, uh, you know, 60s, 70s, started writing for Rolling Stone magazine, right? He's this crazy guy. He invented 
gonzo journalism where you go out and and live something and that's what the goddamn story is right so he goes out to vegas to like write about this uh motorcycle race or whatever right but the whole story is just about how he finesses his way into getting the fast red car at the dealership he, he didn't even pay for it, right then they get and they go to the to the casino the hotel and they cause a big scene and they get the room for free it's like all about these different hacks and the whole time they're tripping on acid and popping mescaline <laughs> and like they're like drinking like crazy it's like a whole drug fueled so so johnny depp remade the movie in like the 90s right if you're in las vegas it's kind of i think the movie's not that good the book was incredible like changed my fucking life but Fear and Lone in Las Vegas. Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson. He's got the the cigarette holder. He's got the bald head and the weird hat and the glass. You would recognize it, I bet. I'll check it out. All of your like uh, rave stuff. I don't know how you haven't come up upon this. Yeah, I don't know this guy, this character. I left the rave stuff. The rave stuff was left behind with. Can we end on that? Right when COVID. Absolutely. We could We're talk almost at an hour. Yeah. We could talk about that. That was a fun fucking time in my life, dude. That was some. That was easily the most fun I've ever had in my life for those two years. So was that right after high school, before L.A., or that after That was LA? when I dropped out. So when I dropped out of college, I came back, and I was home for maybe a year, year, maybe less than, a little less than a year and a half, and I was just going and fucking hitting every festival, dude, every show, every festival, whatever I could fucking do, dude. It was, oh, it was a fucking experience, man. Like, those places are something else. I, I, I encourage someone just to go at least one. Like, Electric Forest, dude, is one of the coolest things. Something like people could, One of the coolest events you could probably go to. see it in your eyes. You're, like, looking fondly dude, into the distance. It's uh, the stories, just, like, the people you meet, the fucking... It, it's unbelievable, dude. Like, you'll just be sitting in a crowd, and you look around, and you see a fucking... 80 year old couple and then you turn around and there's a group of old men dressed in teletubby costumes you know what i mean it's just it's a trip and then when you add you know mind-altering substances to the equation it just gets a whole lot more fun have you cried a whole lot in the crowd before is is the music ever got to you so much you cried no i never really liked the you know, feel. I, I wasn't really listening to like the feel good music type shit as much as like the, rhythm or some the shit, wubs, right? Yeah, like the wubby shit. Um, no, never, never really cried. <laughs> never, never cried from the music. Maybe cried because I was scared of in the midst of an MDMA yeah, trip, something and like that. Was or something. A little, little, went a little too far. So, did you? You didn't like leave home and like travel. You would just go. No, to many yeah, shows I'd as possible. go, come home. Yeah, no, I. You so, weren't like the Grateful Dead. No, touring fuck with them. no, yeah. dude. Okay. Fuck no, bro. I need a shower every day. There's no way. That's the I thing. I just couldn't like that, see you dude. camping. Like from that, the guy but, I know okay, but I did, but I did, and that <laughs> shit was super fun. Um, you're like a clean shoe guy. So I, I did cologne. I did. I, I I still did do all that. I still showered every day. I still had cologne, deodorant, brush my teeth, all that. I still did my hair and stuff. Um, I there were a couple times. The first couple festivals, I brought a tent and I slept in a tent, dude. And I was just like, fuck this, you know. Like I would just sleep in my car. Like I'd have the AC on for two <laughs> two hours throughout the night. Fall asleep, you know wake up, mean? turn it off. Yeah, and like <laughs> whatever. Like I. That was good enough for camping for me. But just to sleep on the ground and then be woken up by the sun piercing through the fucking plastic tent and oh, you're yeah. just in a sweat box. And Humid as fuck. Got two other people in your tent with you, bro. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just like, fuck this. I go in my car. Um, but that, 
that is all part of the experience. Like if you go to Electric Forest and you, you know, fucking get a hotel and you take your Ubers to and from, not only is that going to be so expensive and so time consuming because you got to walk all the way out of the venue, find your Uber, go all the way back to the hotel and do it all again the next day. You miss out on so much, bro. Like the festival is, it starts, so it's it's Friday through Sunday, but then you can buy the pre-party pass, which basically would give you an extra day. So you come on Thursday. Set up. So it's, yeah, so it's Thursday through Sunday. So it's four days, 24 hours. Yeah. Just people partying, bro. Music, they'll do secret sets. Like you'll have like the biggest headliner DJs will come to like somebody's campsite and just throw down a fucking Fucking mini concert. You know what I mean? And like you miss out on all that shit. Yeah. Like nobody talks about it. Nobody posts like, Oh, you know, fucking 12th planets coming to to perform at my campsite later on. Like it just happens, you know, like they'll just walk around. You'll meet people. Like I met the coolest fucking people like that. I still keep in contact today with like, there's so many people from, you know, Philly, Tennessee, Florida, New York, New Jersey. Right, because you're traveling to get to these places. I, I go to any of these places, bro. I haven't yeah. seen them in four, five, six years. Like, we'll still. They'll, That's cool. They'll still swipe up on my story or vice yeah. versa. And we'll talk like, yo, when are you coming to see me? Like, I miss you. It's been a while. Like, just know you got a place to stay. I'll pick you up from the airport. That's so it's, cool. It's fucking great, dude. Like, I, are the people I met are like... Fest fam, what do they call it? What is it? I don't even know what they're called. I, they're just homies, man. Like they're 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 some of the people I met are like better than friends that I've you know known for so long. You wow. know, like I, yeah. I like I'd met them and we just immediately clicked and like I, I from them I gained like these great friendships that I never even thought were possible. It's just it's really cool, man. You know, like once you. Like, I, people talked about it in high school, like adults and, you, you know, maybe not precisely this, but um, something along the lines of, like, how fast it goes, you know, and how, like, big the world is once you leave high school. And I didn't really understand, dude, until you Can't. did, yeah. bro. And then you start meeting all these people from all over the fucking country and then all over the world. And then you start, like, just learning about these things you never learned about because... All the the past, you know, twelve years of your life, you were learning about the stupid fucking Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> and you know, like chroma, nothing, pretty much. And you're learning about stuff that actually interests you, and meeting people that have actual, you know, are pursuing similar interests in you. Yeah, it's just really cool how life works, dude. It's it's just really cool, you know. And and I've noticed, or I've learned that um, it's all about the ups and downs, you know. And you got to love the ups just as much as you love the downs. Or you got to love the downs just as much as you love the ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's going to happen. Life's a roller coaster regardless. Like, you fucking, anything can happen at any moment, good or bad. So yeah. it's like, just stay level-headed, you know what I mean? Like, keep good company around you, man. And just try to be like a light, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of evil in this world and stuff, but it's all about perspective. You know, because there's also yeah. a lot of good. It's a great so way to put it. it. It's kind of, you know, so it's, it's kind of on you or like what you want to look at. You know what I mean? Like there's a ton of things you could be mad about, but there's so many more things that you could be like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Humans. We did this. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. My, uh, my dog, I fucking made bacon for, uh, <laughs> for breakfast the other day and I went outside, started my truck and then I come back inside and I had like a made a breakfast sandwich. The dog had jumped up, taken just the bacon and left like the eggs and the That's bread. Hilarious. And I was like so furious. I wanted to like beat the shit out of the dog. I'm just like, like trying to hold it back. But I had to go to work and I was like, can't make more bacon. I was like so furious. So I literally drove to work with no music on. <laughs> it's an hour. And I just like processed 
my I was like, you left it on the counter. You know the dog can jump up on the counter. You you did that. It wasn't the dog that right. And I was like, just had to like go. Yeah, those no music long car rides are something else, man. Those are something else. Right now, yeah, or like when you almost get into an accident or someone oh, almost yeah. hits you or something. You're like, all right, no music for the rest of the time. And you just sit there and you're like. That was either really, I just avoided a huge fucking either financial or physical catastrophe. Right, for sure. Driving home drunk dude. from the bar and you're just like, windows down, <laughs> no music yeah. on, don't say anything. Yeah, dude. That was that was us. Um, anytime we were coming back from a show, whoever was driving, there was right. no music. Everyone was like, guys, shut the fuck <laughs> off. Like, if you want to get home safe, shut the fuck off, man. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the fest is like, you, you have to sleep there. It's like, it almost makes it more fun because then more it, people are able to party to the fullest, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, you're not worried about driving home or yeah. killing somebody or something. If, yeah. If you're not planning on staying sober and stuff, like, just. Could you do one of those fests don't sober? Be an idiot. Yeah, you could, but why would you want? I mean, like, why do you want to at least drink or smoke or something? You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're yeah. there for four days straight, you yeah. know? Like, I don't. Okay, so speaking of which, do you have any of these things? I want to try it. Dude, I wish. Fish, Jake brings those, man. And I don't know. We're sitting at the he table. He has so many. Have you ever tried one? No, Dude, that's why I want to try it. Order. You got to just order a bottle off Amazon, man. So it's smelling salt little packages. Yeah, they're sitting at the table. It's 13. They're so satisfying for some reason. Right, right. I bet. They're so satisfying. The first sniff, you're like, oh, fuck that. I never want to do it again. But then it's kind of like the smell of gas. You know, you're like, oh. Right. Uh, so bad is, it's good. Yeah, this is this is nice. And it really, when we're here for, you know, six, seven, eight, nine hours. You yeah, grinding at the poker fucking, table. Yeah, like it, it can get boring for some people. Like some people can just be card dead for five hours, you know, and you're just like folding every fucking well, hand, every hand. So when you hit that, it's like... Oh, nice. I'm up. Crazy. You know, it's like an instant espresso, pretty much. Have you seen Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn? Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking <gasps> funny. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. Like, and Joe, yeah, Joe's telling Theo, like, after he does it, he's like, yeah, so people take that before they lift. And Theo's like, lift what, man? The fucking universe? You know? And he's, like, dying, smelling it and shit. It's That's like so a jar, funny. though. I, I wonder if... Uh, this that's, is nice. So that's the raw form. Yeah. Like that one. It's like what's inside the package. Yeah. So these, you kind of, um, you see how they're red. So you just, you, oh, yeah, it's dead. But there's like, you, like one of those You need little, like a full It's like a camel one. crush, you know, like those little <laughs> balls, you know, you press the ball and then it activates. Right. It turns like right in these ice packs. Dude, it's, it's instant. You crack it and like right. your first time, Drew, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even get like through a 10th of your inhale. Right, it would get you way before you yeah. even start inhaling. You would, yeah, especially you because you're like my nose is huge. The, no, no, the first time, like if you haven't done it, you're like the way you do it is kind of like, dude, I want to so, buy it's these so things. Amateur that you take like an actual full breath and right. you get you get you're like, it's like the first know? hit of a vape, dude. It's it's crazy. Right, it's exhilarating to be honest. <laughs> and I gotta order some. Fuck, damn, yeah. amyl nitrate. I think it's called right. Isn't it? Yeah, it's it, smelling salt. Isn't it? Because there's ammonia. Isn't ammonia in it? I don't know, but it can't be good for you. Alcohol, 35%. Um, yeah, ammonia, 15%. Keep yeah. out of reach of children. Sorry, Mom. James Alexander Corporation. I <coughs> yeah. don't know, man. I can't. It's definitely not. Um, Amyl nitrate, maybe? I'm thinking of. Wait, I think that's poppers. Did you ever try those things? Um, No. I, I never... Like the gay that's, drug that's, they say. Yeah, that's some crackhead shit. Dude. That's some crackhead shit. 
I've just seen that. It's like inhaling whipped cream canisters, you know. Right, or uh, that's just like. Remember when uh, like Young Thug and Gunna were doing that shit? What they were doing the the whippets? Yeah, even those are stupid. Like, go fucking get an actual tank. You know, grow up. <laughs> that's the type of shit you see at those. Let's be adults. Festivals, right? That's like a yeah, fish that was thing cool. I'm like grateful. Dead. That was cool. That was really cool. Um, Someone pops the trunk and there's just you, a fucking you, tank you, of nitrous. You hear it? They'll pop the they'll pop the tank. <laughs> right, yeah, right. you'll just be walking Crack. and you'll hear, <laughs> and you're like just fucking running to wherever the sound is, dude. And you see a huge line. Whoops. Um, we went to. It was at Spring Gathering, uh, Bass Nectar, when I was in, at KU. I literally came home um, for, like, Thanksgiving break or something like that, and then flew back to Can- or drove back to Kansas. Three weeks later was Spring Gathering in Rosemont. Drove back from Kansas to Rosemont for the weekend, and then right after the show, drove back to Kansas. Um, fuck, what was that about? What were we talking about? Nitrous. Oh, yeah. Leaving that show, dude it sounded like a fucking war zone. Like, as soon as we walked out, as soon as, like, a mass crowd walked out of the convention center, like, you just started hearing it. Like, <laughs> like from it's fucking everywhere. So did cops dude. not fuck with people? No, you, a couple of them got caught, you know? like That's got to be a crazy you, charge. That's, like, man. some weird drugs. That's not just, like, a bunch of it's, weed or cocaine it's, or something. It's, you'd be surprised. You, you'd be surprised, man, because with... How the drug schedule system is really weird, bro. Like weed is on. I don't know if it still is. It definitely must have got moved down a class. But like when we were in high school, I got I got a ticket in fucking high school for a gr- having my grinder and a one hitter. Like no weed, no nothing, and I had to go to like this six hour class or some shit yeah. like that. And the fucking weed, like they gave us this chart and it showed you the different schedules with all the different drugs in it. And weed is in like the same schedule as some of the most fucked up drugs you could ever imagine. Yeah, it's so and it's crazy. just like, how can you even, how can you even label it like this? So you'd be, you'd really be surprised. Like some of it's just have you a seen slap. The, have you seen um, Pineapple Express? Do you remember the beginning of the movie? Uh, refresh. I've, I've seen it like so. That's Seth Rogen, James Franco. They're like, you know, selling weed or whatever. Yeah. Like, they do the cross jump. But anyways, in the very beginning of the movie, it starts off and it's like a black and white film and it's Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live. Anyways, they're like in like a 1950s like uh, army like base, right? And they've got a guy in a room with like the two-way glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right, we're going to give him marijuana and see what he does. And he smokes it and he's like dancing and shit and like making weird noises. And then they're just like, Dear God. Oh and then God. it just goes, yeah. illegal. Yeah. And then it just cuts to, to Seth Rogen like smoking a joint in his car. But... It's just crazy. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I remember that class, dude. It, it blows my mind to this day. I remember this fucking chick's face and how the way she said it and everything. Um, She definitely must have never done drugs, never done anything but drink, you know, unless they're like devil's lettuce type of family coming like came from a devil's never lettuce. Done drugs except for one of the worst ones for she you. was the no she was the instructor yeah pretty much she was like the instructor and she's like i don't understand why you guys do this you know like it's because it, she was talking about like where it's at in the schedule she's like the fines and everything it's so bad being on your record and she's like why don't you like do one of the drugs like on the lesser schedules and you look down and it's like benzos fucking all these prescription drugs like what are you come on how are you even trying to Crazy. justify it you Crazy. know what i mean like it's, you're just you're, you're making an uneducated ass statement you know and i was 16 at the time you know what i mean i was 16 and i knew better than this 30 40 year old lady trying to tell us yeah i remember my parents getting mad at me in high school for smoking weed. i'm like mom literally in five years yeah. this shit will be legal and <laughs> yeah. it fucking happened yeah yeah i i understood you know um, yeah, as a kid of course totally obviously. you know like my mom had 
she caught me a couple times. She totally had every right to ground me, get mad at me, whatever. I was a kid, you know, like I, I definitely should have waited, but it, it's all a part of, you got to discipline your kids. You know what yeah, I mean? Of course. Like, you can't just be okay with it. I've wrestled with that too. And uh, yeah, I, 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 if I was the parent, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I did. But it's, I got a really, do we have a time? I have one really funny story. I got all the time in the world. Man. All right. I got once. When do you want to, I can cut this out. Dude, when, we can when go whenever. I got, I got nothing going on. What time um, is it? 8.30. Yeah. yeah dude, I'm cool a, for at least another half hour, hour. Cool. Yeah. So um, how old was I? Let me think how fucking old I was. I had to have been. Can I get a water bottle or something? Yeah. Give me one second. Do you want a beer or anything? Give me a beer. Yeah. What do you want? I got Bud Light. Oh, yeah. And we're back. <laughs> What? what were we? What were we talking about? Uh, getting caught. By our right, 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 right. Um, so I had to have been. I think it was the summer going into freshman year of high school. Maybe. Um, I grew up in Hampshire. Like I went to oh, elementary school and part of middle school in Hampshire. And one of my good friends out there, shout out Isaac. He, uh, I went. There was like some fair you know, like happening in their town. And I went to the fair and I brought, I brought an eighth, um, with me and, you know, the cliche thing the guys do is they put it in like their hair gel containers or something like that. So I put it in there I for sure did that and, um, um, put it in there, had it in a backpack. Everything was good. Went to the fair, went back to his house. We were chilling, talking to his parents, chopping it up. We ate dinner. And then late at night, you know, when his parents are like, all right, we're going to bed. They went upstairs. We went downstairs in the basement. I busted it out. He's like, all right, let's fucking do this. He grabs the gum wrapper papers <laughs> and we roll it up and it is so poorly rolled. It oh, literally looks course. like a taco. Like it, it's, it's only rolled by where his mouth is. And then the rest of it is unrolled. Like, so you just, you just see wide open paper and then just nug like in between right. it. Right. Not ground up yeah, at all. Nothing. It's yeah. just nugs. Yeah. It's just nugs in a gum wrapper paper. And He's like, light it for me. I'm going to hit it. And I'm like, all right. So I light it. <laughs> He's trying to hit it. It's just burning the weed. Like yeah. nothing's happening. There's just smoke going straight up. And he's like, try to suck it and like roll the paper while he's hitting it. And um, then you just hear. Oh, my God. Like upstairs. You just hear these footsteps running down the stairs. What the <laughs> and his eyes fucking blew up and you hear his mom scream Isaac what the fuck are you doing screaming and I'm running down the stairs and shit and she comes down busts in the door and she's just looking at both of us and we're just sitting there like fucking guilty as fuck dude you know oh, like super obvious like we just got caught like we're trying to hide it she's like what are you doing we're like nothing like he's like what's she's like what's burning Isaac's like I don't know did you leave the oven on like she's like she doesn't even want to say it yeah. she doesn't want to admit that yeah, it could no. be true yeah. you know and she's like I he's like I don't know did you did you leave the oven on like what what's going on and she's like I know what the fuck is going on and she like she's like bef she's like before she like really freaked out she like went back upstairs oh my and then God. his dad came down and um oh, his dad um was like what do you want me to do you know he's like i he's like i'm not mad at you guys you know what i mean he's like i i understand and he's like she's mad it's 
So I have to be mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically. That's kind and, of a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah. And um, he's like, where is it? And Isaac's like, right, we, that's it. You know, and we just gave him like the burnt gum wrapper. He's like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. And Isaac's like, that, he's like, that's it. And he's like, all right. So he started going through the shit and stuff. And he's like, where is it? And so I, I just gave it. I ended up giving it up. And I was like, here it is. You know, I was like, just let's like not call my parents. You know what I mean? Like, just keep it. And, um, and you're 14? Yeah, 13, 14, 14. I had so I had to be think a fr- about that from freshman. Your- fresh, I had to have been a freshman because I didn't smoke until winter break freshman year. Okay, so it was after. So it might have been summer going into sophomore year. To be honest. Okay, so you're 15. Yeah, that's still really young. I was yeah. gonna say that's really young, but you know. that's 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 when I started, and that was still one of the first times I'd smoked. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. the first time was Christmas break, um, freshman year, but then the next time was like months after that. You know what that's I mean? Perfect. That's okay. Yeah. It was a great to time it. to do it. And um, then, like, a couple minutes later, his dad goes, or, like, his dad takes the weed from me, you know? I was like, what are you going to do with it? He's like, I'm going to have me a good-ass weekend. I was just about That's to what say he said. That. I remember exactly how he said it, Mr. Revis, you fucking dirty dog. <laughs> I remember exactly how he said it with this sly fucking smile on his face. Like, you motherfucker, you know? It was like... It was more than an eighth, dude. I think I bought a quad for some reason, you know? Like, at this time, I was selling like $300. I was selling shoes, you know, like, at the time. And, like, I had so much money and stuff. And I think it was, like, 80, 90 bucks is what I bought it for. Like, regular price at the time. Sure. And um, he took the whole fucking thing, dude. I was super mad. And then not even he goes upstairs, and not even 10 minutes later, like, we think we're good. And we hear like coming down the stairs and it's his mom and she's like no 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 you think you guys are okay right get your shit and come upstairs oh, and man. both of us and I'm, we start freaking out again and i'm like god fucking damn it like she's gonna tell my parents like my mom's gonna fucking kill me oh my god yeah. and we're sitting at the table and she's like if you guys want to do this shit you're gonna do it with us what she's like you're gonna do it like safe and responsibly and stuff and then she told like tells her his dad he's like go get your shit so he comes downstairs with the most swag weed i've ever Whoa. seen in my life in this fucking <laughs> vacuum sealed little pouch it was just disgusting you know right, right, right. and i remember saying i was like can we get my shit you know like i was like let's, let's get my shit and he's like no no and he takes out this crusty ass one hitter and we all go out in the garage and we fucking start smoking taking a couple hits that's and fucking awesome dude it was it was really funny and then we walk inside everybody's obviously in a better mood and stuff Isaac Bro, like apologized to his parents <laughs> and then right before we're about to go downstairs like i'm fucking faded dude like sitting at the kitchen like his he's getting reprimanded still a little bit i'm just like sitting at the table half awake oh and um, um, after he gets finished talking to his parents his dad like throws a box of honey buns at me he's like good night guys and we wake up the next morning and I'm just like dude what the fuck happened last night <laughs> I was like what the fuck happened last night that's crazy that dude. they didn't tell your parents that, and then they decided that they were gonna like take you under their wing that's so funny yeah yeah we we got really lucky but a lot of I feel like a lot of not a lot of parents. Well, yeah, a lot of parents have that mindset that like they're okay. They know their kids are going to do shit and stuff. So like, why yeah. not do it under our supervision? Yeah, I get it, dude. In Wisconsin, you, know you I mean? can drink yeah, at any bar at like ten years old with or some your parents. Shit. That's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, that's how it should be. Kind of makes know? sense. Like I just um, this girl. Uh, I had this friend. She lives in Colombia, and she just came back like a week or two ago. Wow. Yeah, dude. She and um, that was one of the things we had talked. She had said she's like, it's so stupid. She's like, why? why 21 you know what i mean she's like in columbia she's like 
nobody cares you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's it's nothing like if you're with your parents especially like I, she's like i don't understand the rules here are so stupid she's like you could drive at 16 but drink at 21 and she's like vote at 18 and all this stuff right and I was like yeah trust me it doesn't make sense to us either yeah it's stupid do you know shane gills yeah hilarious he has a a bit about the um the president's and they're like signing the Declaration of Independence and stuff. And he's like, "What? Uh, all right, let's go around and do uh, age consent, uh, Rhode <laughs> yeah. Island. Let's start with you. What do you think?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, kind of getting put on the spot here, yeah. but thirteen. Uh, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "What? I have to go first." It's <laughs> so funny, dude. He's hilarious. My, I like the one bit when he's like. Autism, autistic kids are kind of like cats. Little skid, skittish. You don't know if you, if they like you or not, but they're always there, something like that. And he's like, Down syndrome kids are the dogs. He's like, yeah. you come home. She's like, he's like, he's like, as soon as you walk in the door, he's like, what the fuck, man? Where have you been? I have so much shit to tell you. I had the best day of my life. You know what I mean? And he's like, he's like, don't even mention bringing in a ball. He's like, throw him a fucking ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, I forgot how it went, but it was, I see the bit every once in a while. It'll come up on the shorts. And yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. laugh so fucking hard. That's hilarious. He's hilarious, dude. And he has the one, he has a lot of fucking um, jokes, bits about like disabilities and stuff. But the one where he went to, I think his dad brought him to a game or something like that. I think he coached for Special Olympics. No, but he went to some game and okay. his dad put him in this section that was really close to oh the players God. and shit like that. <laughs> and he was younger and he's like, and then he started looking around and he's like, all the kids around him are home. And he's like, his dad's right behind him, like clapping and stuff. He's like, dude, he's like, I think my dad just put his perfectly normal son in the special yeah. needs part just so he could get a couple, like a closer right, look gets or a something. Better seat. Yeah. That's really funny. He's, he's, he's another funny one, dude. He's like another level of funny, but he's also a really cool guy, dude. Like oh, he's great. His resume is he went to fucking West Point to play football. I think he played. I don't even think he actually he didn't played. play. But yeah, it's on. That I remember cool. he there. I remember he got into West video. Point. Yeah, I remember seeing a video of he's like, dude, my resume is fucking incredible. You know, he's like all on paper. He's like, I may not have finished anything. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah exactly. Started never finished. Exactly. No, he's awesome. He's got Gillian Keeves, which is like his sketch show, which is basically his. <laughs> answer to not being able to be on Saturday Night Live. He, he has Trump speed dating. Have you ever seen that video? Uh-uh. Bro. Tr Gillis dresses up in Trump who, and he does a like a Trump impersonation. Right? But anyway, so he dresses up crazy self-tanner, fucked up wig, right? And it's speed dating. So there's all these girls and he's like, you're beautiful. You know, like doing all this shit and they all hate him. And then finally the last girl comes and she's like a crazy MAGA chick and she's like, oh my God. He's like, all right, fine, fuck it. You can come with me. It's really good. He's funny. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go back and watch. I have to. I don't. Are there? Is there a way to? Is there like an archive of all the Saturday Night Lives? Because dude, those are gold. All of those are gold. Yeah, I remember getting Netflix like early two thousands, and you could watch. They had every season of Saturday Night Live, so I would just like pick like celebrities I knew and just like, would watch those episodes. Fucking great! Gro I'm yeah, sure it's on. Dude. It's got to be on YouTube at yeah, least. That like a lot of people wonder or how like, like Peacock maybe. Yeah. A lot of people wonder how like um, Family Guy and South Park and all those th like shows are even allowed to be aired. Yeah. But I always wondered how Saturday Night Live is it, allowed to be aired. Crazy dude. shit, bro. Yeah, they say the most out of pocket stuff of all people. All right, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live rules. What's your what's your class? Like, what? Who's your favorite? Like Adam Sandler and like Chris Rock and all those guys, or like Will Ferrell and you know, like when did you watch it? I who did I watch? 
Chevy Chase back in the eighties. I don't know. I don't know if I ever like did. I other than just like clips on Random YouTube and clips, stuff yeah. like that. I don't know if I ever really did. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Saturday Night was cool. I don't know. Now it's all like weird. Like I don't, I've been watching that every once in a while. There will be a good a good episode of Saturday, like the one where it's the newscasters where they're kind of roasting each other or they write each other's jokes. Don't they do that once a year? I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. So weekend update is a thing that they've done over the years. Famous people, Norm Macdonald, have all been. Uh, the host of Weekend Update, right? And they do it on every episode. But so, yeah, now it's um, Michael Che and Colin Jost. And yeah, that sounds like a funny thing if they wrote each other's material. No, they do. Have you, not, have you seen it? I have not. No, it sounds funny. You had to have. No, you've definitely seen it. Like, they looked like their newscast, like their, their news anchors. Like, they're sitting at the table, like, and it looks like they're being broadcasted. And then it's the white and the black guy. I don't know their names. Yeah. And they're reading each other's jokes and like the one like they're the most racist. All right, everybody at home, go look it up and watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna see it. if I can find it. Just hey, we got know, time. Fuck it. You would know it as soon as you saw it. Yeah, yeah, I love comedy. Uh, Christus Stefan, I don't know if you know who that is. Hilarious. He also has a story about his dad getting like front row seats at a Yankees game because he sold him. He goes, he took my hat off and messed up my hair. And then it was like, all right, just follow me. And then he tells the guy that his kid has Down syndrome or whatever. And they get <laughs> yeah. to sit in the front. Yeah. So it's, it is Colin Jost and Michael Che with yeah. this one. Yeah, they're great. Uh -huh. Michael Che is really good. And Che and I have decided that our end of the year gifts to each other would once again be jokes. Yeah. <laughs> jokes live on air that the other person has never seen before and the idea is to keep it fun light no one's gonna get canceled no one's families are gonna get threatened you know have fun sure we'll see well why don't you go first <laughs> yeah, that's fine an obese monkey in thailand named godzilla has been sent to a special facility to lose weight Official realized the monkey was overweight when a bunch of black guys kept hitting on it. <laughs> that was pretty racist, Carla. <laughs> Las Vegas is opening a pop-up vaccine site in a strip club. And don't worry, the strippers say the vaccine is a lot like Michael Che. Very quick, and you can barely feel it go in. <laughs> That's just a snippet of it, but there's a lot of it. really good ones. You get it. There's a lot of really good ones. Oh, that's really funny. That. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. That one, that that was the one where it really made me question, like, how the fuck are they even airing this? Like, because it's on one of the most popular channels. Like, the most regular, normal American citizens watch that channel. Like, yeah. they just turn it off at that time. Like, is that adult swim for that channel? I mean, technically, it starts at midnight, right? Or 11 o'clock at night? Oh, that's right. They're all asleep. Right? They're all asleep. I mean, Ryan's mom, she would literally go to sleep no joke at seven o'clock at night and it was just like just wait for her to go to sleep i remember at 7 30 you could just like leave the house or you could you know it was just like i remember hearing about that in high school and she was like what are you talking about you she know? would like read a book and yeah. then just like turn the light <laughs> off and go to bed you know just like wow, it's crazy there he is yeah how do you sleep how do you sleep at night noah um good on the nights now that i just recently started this new job i've been working there for like three weeks now it's an evening, like it's usually during that evenings. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to wind down when I get home from that. For and, sure. Um, 
Weed doesn't really help me sleep anymore. Uh, I don't like to, I won't take like melatonin and shit like that. It's never that big of an issue. Yeah. But usually I sleep good. And um, since my weed habits, like I hardly smoke as much as I used to. Um, my dreams have been like kind of coming back and more vivid. That's cool. Yeah. It's been really interesting because it's been a trip because it's been, you know, like when you smoke consistently, like you don't dream, you know, like, and it's it's been a trip because I don't realize I'm dreaming until like twelve hours later, where I'll be like, wait, that didn't fucking happen. Whoa, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it or, comes back. Yeah, to so it's 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 really cool. Um, to finally start dreaming again. <laughs> That's beautiful. Funny as that sounds. How about you? How do you sleep? It's difficult. I used to drink a lot, and then I kind of cut that out as I'm drinking yeah. over here. But uh, so it's it's hard for me also dude I, I pretty much quit vaping i'm pretty much nicotine free wow um so that was also thing i would like smack the vape right before i went to bed you know what i mean like so like i had to like break that habit yeah and, like, just different shit like that so i kind of have trouble sleeping i don't want to close my eyes but i like really try to get at least seven hours like i try for that and i just like never get it you know yeah like how many hours do you get yeah it, it depends but i'm okay with like this morning I got, or yesterday I got, I probably went to sleep at two and I had to be up at, I was up at like 6.15 and I had to be in the city at, I had to be downtown by seven. So I was already running late. Put a bullet in my fucking head, dude. I was okay. Um, and then I got home when I got home at like 12.30, you know, I laid down, I walked Rico, I came home, walked Rico and then laid down and crashed, dude. Just took a nap for a while. It depends. You know, I'm okay with like four hours, but usually I go to sleep at like 12 and I'll wake up at six. So six hours is generally what I'd get. I guess that's good, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm like sick the next day. If I do, if I get like I think five hours of sleep and I have to go to work the next day, I, I feel like horrible, you know? Yeah. It's like I have the coffee, flu. Coffee. You're yeah. some food, some coffee in you. I've been trying to bump up my coffee. Yeah, intake. I know what you mean. You just feel off, like a couple of steps behind or right. something. Right, it's no. like you're not yeah. optimal. I don't know. Do you take vitamins? I'm like big on vitamins and shit. I'm like trying to be healthy and not, like a health kick right not now. Not as much as I should. Um, my diet's really good, though. I don't think I don't. I should definitely get some multivitamin or something like that. Yeah. Um, my diet's pretty good. I get a lot of fruits and vegetables, uh, a lot of whole proteins, and then processed foods every once in a while i'll get just a fucking craving like today dude right before you came around to jewel and got two fucking boxes of cosmic brownies hell and, like, no the cupcakes dude <laughs> like i'm such impulse like you know i'll probably end up throwing it away but i'll just have such a craving for sweets especially dude but i know food I, I generally eat really good i cook most of my food i hardly go out to eat and then since working at fogo Right. You get a, it's a free meal, dude, as much nice. as I want, you know, so I could just eat as much chicken, steak, whatever there. Right. And All that's protein. great, dude, oh, yeah. because I, I'll just, I'm okay with the one meal a day. Like, I can do the one meal, just wait and eat the one meal a day, and just eliminating the food cost is fucking incredible. Dude, that's genius, and you're getting, like, top quality food every yeah, single time. It's that's not as stretch. good as you think. That's, that's a stretch. No. Anytime you work at a restaurant, you you see behind the no, curtain, yeah. and you're like, uh... I've, so, learn, in restaurants, like unless you're at like some really small mom and pop shop or like mom and pop restaurant where like they just 
have a vision and they want to go towards it regardless of profits and stuff like that most places are getting their foods from like these huge food suppliers like amazon sized you know like cisco and all these rest and like right it's awful the food quality is awful you know what i mean awful awful meats awful produce everything right really Mass all the oil shit. the oil is the worst oils you can get uh, like rapeseed oil did you know that that's what canola oil is rapeseed grape rape rapeseed rapeseed oil no way and then they changed the name to canola oil so that people would buy it wow isn't that hilarious that's kind of crazy i dude yeah i <laughs> sorry it's okay i just it's I, I try to avoid eating out because they don't give a fuck about people dude like Bro, it's not food anymore it's it's not it's 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 really not and it's kind of gross because a lot of these places like Dude, like margin, margarine, and then like the vegetable shortening, like most of the shit that people are deep frying their food in, like it's like microplastics, dude. Like it's like plastic is what they're frying this shit in, bro. It's not like it's not real. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like a real food. And it's also coming in giant plastic jugs. So dude. it's definitely, dude. I think plastic is gonna fuck everybody up. So it bad. already is, bro. Yeah, it's in everything. Shortening the male taint. Have you heard about that shit? It's like turning what? Oh yeah, it like shortens the distance from your. Your nuts to your butt, and uh. Oh my god! All right, I gotta put him in his cage. Give me one sec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just stop? What? Want to stop, or you want to keep it? Right. Dude, this has been really fucking cool. I'm really, really excited about this one. Yeah, we'll <clears throat> keep it going. Fuck yeah! Next time we'll bring some guests. I'll get, I'll get some of my degenerate friends on here, and we'll have some cool stories. Dude, I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially now that I now you got this dope set up. I would not, I do not mind coming out this way. Yeah, I'll try to get Corey and Adam out here, and we can chop it up about cool. Like go deeper in the poker and shit like that. I would love that. They're oh, really fun. I would love like a, a poker specific podcast. This was pretty poker heavy. I'm already thinking of the uh, trying to come up with something, but no, this, is, this has been really cool. Yeah, dude, you should definitely come out. Even if I'm not advising you to play here your first time or anything, but even just coming to watch it, it's pretty fucking, it's electric. It's pretty cool. Like the last time, dude, I'm not kidding, man. The last time I, um, did you see that guy who came uh, to the, the last home game? I posted it on my story, the Wolfgang. I don't know if I could pick him out of a lineup, but I I, I, I follow your stories. So, uh, yeah, so at some. the last home game, um, I'll pull up his Instagram. He's a really good family friend of a friend and he's a basically a poker vlogger oh cool um, damn yeah so you know 543k crazy right so he actually came shout through. him out what's his name wolfgang poker oh shout out xander and he uh he came through and it was i got fucked dude so the game started at four i fucking lost the money that i was gonna play with in like the first hour and a half like i got fucked so hard damn. and so i ended up just dealing the rest of the night Bro, there were some crazy pots. Like, Corey and Wolfgang um, got into a, a, it was a $4,500 pot. What? Yeah. Crazy, right? And then as the night went on, it started pretty innocent, you know? Like, everybody bought in for, like, 300 400 is what everybody was buying in for. And then as the so night went on. you get buy-ins? So, it, we play cash. We don't play tournaments. So, <clears throat> how it works is... You're not playing with chips. You're playing with or, no. You're no, you playing with are. chips. Right, right, right. You're just you're just exchanging the cash for chips. Right. Um, so how it works are, do you know how blinds? You know how, like how poker works. I'm so bad with poker. Okay, no. so to get money in the pot, like it starts with, it's all about like position. So it would be starting here, then small blind, 
and big blind. And so it's $3 and $1 for small blind, basically just to get money into the pot. And um, fuck, I just lost my train. You got to throw a again. chip in, right? You're going around. What is that yeah. called? Um, calling, you know, so you can right. either call or raise, you get your call, you get your cards and then it's like one, three, and then it starts here. Everybody gets their cards. It goes around. You can either call the $3. If you like your hand fold or raise. Right. So it goes around, you know, call, but call, if someone call. raises, everybody has to go. Bet yeah. So, 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 you know, if it's $3 and this guy loves his hand, he can make a 15. And then if he likes his hand, he has to call or raise, you right. know? And, um, as the night went on, dude, it it just started getting crazier and crazier and crazier. So you can buy in for 500 max, 100 to 500 max. And then after that, you can rebuy for 75% of the biggest stack at the table. Damn. So as the night went on, uh, Wolfgang came and then a couple of his friends and mutual friends of our friends like saw that he was here and they wanted to come and some like high rollers started coming in. Jeez. And then this dude... Um, at the end of the night came in he's like i don't have any cash but i have these and he pulls out like a 10 or 15 orange chips from rivers and those are a thousand dollar chips <laughs> each one's a thousand so it's crazy we just had rivers chips yeah, on the yeah, table yeah, yeah. he was playing with those and this one guy came and he bought in for like he's like i only have gold bricks he, yeah he bought he bought in for like three thousand and then the dude with the orange chips he's like wait he bought in for three he's like i'm not adding on another four Damn. and so like before he knew it so there was like 15 at the table it was crazy, crazy. dude it was really and I'm dealing it and my friend's laughing at me. He's like, dude, Coho is dealing the biggest game of his life right, right now. <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard because it was like one of the first times where I was just dealing, you know, like I was actually just full time dealer. That's cool. Plus, it's like you're hosting the, the table, too. Yeah. And, I, you know, like you make a little bit of money off of it, but it's just to keep the game going, too. You know, it's a little pay, pay for the table. Eventually get nicer chips, eventually get nicer chairs, keep the fridge stocked, order pizza and snacks and shit no, man, like you got that. The, you got plenty of space down here, the big couch, yeah, you got the bar in the back. It's, it's nice. Eventually, I think we might have to um, bring in a second table just for the weekend, shit. like the time that we do have a games, because there's been times where we did have, you know, like an, we, we, we were close enough to having enough for two games. So That'd be cool. it would be really fucking cool. What would it cost to actually pay uh, dealers? Um not a lot it wouldn't be worth it i, I mean just go, have your buddy do it yeah, going to an actual like hiring an actual dealer um i'm sure you know like middle-aged men you know do it all the time but it's probably you know a couple hundred dollars at least you know just to hire them and then you got to tip them and shit like that so everybody's got a friend who's willing to deal i'm right willing to deal you I'm know like i like playing i love playing with my friends and stuff but like some of them are just too crazy dude you know what i mean like they're just way more degenerate than i am i love gambling but yeah. i just don't have the stomach like actual degenerates <sighs> do you know what i mean it's a weird life have it's, you seen uh, uncut gems yeah yeah you I, get that like real feeling of like i, the I, tension. I, I nothing like i have nothing not even close to that okay, you know what i mean like okay, i don't okay. resonate with those type of gamblers at all like i understand like the feeling and wanting to go and the urge and stuff like that you want to win though you want to like yeah i don't want to i'm never fucking pushing my limits and having to scoop below my you know what I mean? putting myself in a position below my means or anything you're not spending but your grocery money yeah i i do it very smart like i said i keep to the one bullet buy you know the one buy-in and like that's it i won't even bring my card or my wallet other than my id like that's all i'll bring into the casino nice. Nice. like i try you know and i learned my lesson and right in the beginning when i was playing with like small money and smaller money and shit so like it's just not even worth it you know what i mean if you're up 
you three, four, five, six extra monies after a couple hours of being in the casino and everybody's leaving and you're considering going home, go the fuck home. Oh, for sure. Go the fuck home, for dude. Sure. You're, you're not going to be the one person who turns their 300 bucks into 10,000, 100,000. Yeah. You're not, it, it's never going to happen. Unless you hit the jackpot with your 300 bucks, it's never going to fucking happen. Yeah. Dude, it's sad, man. It is. And it, what's really sad are the people that go and win the first couple times. Right, you're hooked. Really sad. That's really sad. Like, that's what they, they almost got me with Baccarat. Like, I hate playing the table games and stuff. And there was one night we all did really good at poker. We all went and ate. And they're like, hey, come play Baccarat with us before you go. And I went and I sat down with 100 And, and before I turned it into 1200 The $100. No, turned it into 1200 Stupid. It's crazy. But it's the most 50-50 game in the casino. You know, like, it's literally... I think it's more 50-50 than betting red or black on roulette. Wow. If I could be right, because you're basically just betting on player or banker, and it's whoever's closer to nine wins. And it's it's like a Chinese blackjack. Yeah, right, right, right. Instead of 21, it's to nine. Dude, it's such a dangerous game because it's like that was such a stroke of luck. Like that'll probably never happen again. It won't happen for the next fifty times I play it. You know what right, I mean? But you're always gonna have that thing yeah. in your head. Oh shit! I yeah, won that money dude, that yeah. time in Baccarat. Literally, yeah. that's happened so many times where like I'm leaving the <sighs> casino and I'm like, it'd be nice, you know, to double this right now. Yeah, I've done it in Baccarat. Let's go do it really quick. And then like, sit down, play one hand, and you lose it. Yeah, man. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't spend that much money. I don't have enough money to spend like that. You know, I, I just don't, I don't know how people get used to like, like when I said, we went to the casino, they're like, everyone's pulling out like 200 bucks at least, if not more, you know, and I was just like, that's not even close to what I was. I thought it was like, Oh, I'm going to spend 50 bucks or yeah. something. They're like, looking at me like, you can't even, you, you can't can. even sit down at a table with that. You, you can. And also just depends on where you go or when you go. Uh, cause if you go on like random hours, the table minimums will be cheaper. Right. Of course. So if you go to rivers on a, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday at early afternoon, later afternoon, that shit seems crazy though. That's almost even more degenerate. I feel you like. can <sighs> like Friday night seems like the most yeah, but, regular well, time But to that's go. when, that's when it's a 25 minimum table. Right. You know what I mean? So right. opposed to being able to play 10 hands with your 50 bucks, you could play maybe two. Of course. You know? I, I get it. I understand yeah. it, but, but, um, yeah, table games, dude. Yeah. You need at least a couple hundred bucks to sit down and really play, you know, on a specifically on a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. The tables are so crazy. It, but being in the casino, I'll tell you, dude, it, you see some sick shit. You see, I remember this one lady, dude. There's this one machine, the slot machine. I love the Buffalo. Like, there was this one. I had this phase where I would, anytime I'd go, I'd stick 100 bucks just in this one machine. And usually it would always, it would pay, like, every fucking time. Wow. Two, three, four, five hundred bucks every fucking time. And I went on a Saturday night. And this was the most busy Saturday night I've ever seen it. And there was this huge lady, dude. Huge. Like, would have taken, like, takes up two chairs sitting on <laughs> And she was sitting at the machine I usually go to, and I walked by, and the 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 jackpots on this game are the free games. So basically, if you hit the best jackpot, you would get a hundred. You know, it was like at two hundred spins times ten, ten x. Right. So it was you get two hundred free spins, and anything you won, it was ten x the prize. Crazy, crazy. So she had, I walked by and I saw that and I saw her, like she, I didn't even, I saw her sitting there, but I just was looking up top to see what like the jackpots and stuff were at. Yeah. And then I looked down at her credits. She had $16,000 in the machine. Listen. So I'm like, all right, it's super busy. All the other machines around her are taken. I'm like, I'm going to go take another lap. Maybe someone will get up, walk around the casino, go grab a bottle of water, go to the bathroom, come back. 
going from 16 she's at 12,000 all, all the seats are still taken I'm like all right another lap usually someone gets up in a lap do another lap come back she's at like 9500 oh my god do another lap come back she's at like 5500 another lap come back she's Dude. at it was like 25 right. 2000 come Lost back she's gone oh my god gone and the jackpot's still there she didn't hit it oh my and then god. so another, did you pump money into uh, it then? no fuck no if she did that, it, 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 16,000, she won it and lost it. 16,000, right. and she was only doing $5 spins. $5 spins. Like that's that, still that, pretty high, though. That's the, was it five? Yeah, $5 spins. No, that's, you could, you can change the denomination on most, some machines. Yeah, I know. I know you can fuck so with So you it. can change it. Like so at a bar, you're betting like 75, 50 cents, 75 cents a dollar or five bucks. Yeah. It's usually how it's set up at like a, yeah so i think this one is these are it's a it's it's you can't change the denomination so it's a penny and the max bet i think is 550 i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure max bet is like five dollars fifty cents so she spun through sixteen thousand dollars on five dollars fifty cents which is ridiculous if you think about it like she was just sitting there just tapping 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 away people love the tap so yeah big button and then another time at roulette I saw this dude, he lost five $2,000 spins in a row. Five $2,000 spins in a row. It's like, it can't happen again. It was, yeah. So it was the first two. He was, you know, uh, he was just, he must, like, this must be his ritual or whatever. Like, he always comes in and just bets 2000 on these numbers or whatever. And then he changed it. It was, like, went from $100 chips. And then the next 2000 he put it into $25 chips. The next 2000 it was in, like, 25s and reds, like, $5 chips. And he was covering, like, 70% of the fucking board. And five spins in a row. He just lost ten grand. <sighs> and, like, it, it, I just, like, looked at him after, dude. And it, it you could just feel the pain for him. You know what I mean? Regardless who you are, like he, he obviously wasn't Bill Gates or anything like that. He might have right. some company and 10 grand may have been like his limit or whatever. He still felt it. That hurts. Right. That hurts, dude. Oh, that, yeah. That's got to hurt. Anybody who's even <sighs> money conscious at all, you know what I mean? Who built something themselves. Oh my fucking God, dude. And that all seeing shit like that really puts it into perspective and really teaches you lessons that you don't have to learn yourself. True. You know what I mean? Because like that was really quick. That it was it was all less than it, it couldn't have been more than ten minutes. Yeah, couldn't have been more than ten minutes, dude. A thousand a minute, fuck off, <sighs> fuck off, fuck straight off, dude. I, that's what I'm saying, man. I fuck just, dude, straight off. I do not get it. So the best what you have to get is, or what you have to think is whatever you. It's just an adult version of GameWorks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the money you spend loading credits onto your card at GameWorks and stuff, like you're playing to win a Tootsie Roll and an Airhead, you know, on your way out pretty much. 50 bucks and you get a couple pieces of candy on yeah, your way out. Right, right, it's right. the same thing at a casino, only this time, like you can actually get comps. Like your prizes are free drinks, free food, free trips, this, that, and the other, or money. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. actually win and stuff. So how I look at it. When I play poker, it's strictly business. I go in there, I go to the casino, I'm looking for weakness at the table, and I kind of fucking attack that. But when I'm downstairs, I go to the casino, and I just gamble, fuck around with friends. Whatever money I walk in there with is gone. You know what I mean? Like, I already counted as gone. Right. That's the expense for That's the night. It. We're That's not going it. to a concert. I'm not, I'm not expecting anything to come right. back. I'm expecting to leave without it. You know what I mean? And anything that happens with that is just a bonus. Right. You know what I mean? No, it's a great way to think about it's it. It's just a bonus. Yeah. It's fun, but that shit is, 
It's it could go either which way, dude. Because even if you just bring two hundred bucks, like you like you said, you go on a Friday Saturday night, like two three hands, you're done. That's what I'm saying, dude. I just it's not. I don't have enough money to spend again. If you have, if you've got. 50 grand to blow I, I don't know man but even then like I mean people do it you know I guess it's 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 different when you're like at Dana that Dana White lost like $200,000 or something like that with the busting with the boys guys and yeah like, you know, it's like that's just like on the regular yeah well it's, it's all perspective you know it's all it's all it's all the same but different like everybody's money like feels the same way about Different amounts of money, right? You know of course, I mean? it's like all it's all, it's all relative. The feeling, yeah. But the sad part is that like he's clearly trying to like feel something by doing that. You know, like he he's experienced everything probably, so like he, yeah. he's trying to and, have excitement. Yeah, I, yeah. If I get to that level, man. Like I'm, I think I just have to like leave it alone, dude, or just play like with friends, you know, poker, like keep it at that, because then it's like. Right. Can really turn into a problem, dude. They say Jordan would would play people like in golf and shit, anything. and he would bet the amount that would hurt them. He would bet anything. Like he'd bet a million dollars against one guy, but then another guy's like, "No, we're betting twenty seven thousand because I know you need that twenty seven thousand. You know, like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Jordan. The stories with Jordan and his gambling are crazy, dude. He'd bet on anything, and he was also like a super sore loser and stuff too. That's what it sounds like, yeah, yeah. So. I just heard all the gambling stories and all like, um, all the conspiracies with him and like the mob and shit like that with his Probably dad. His dad died, yeah. Apparently, and his finger, you know, his, his pinky got cut off. And, Jordan, yeah. And so, um, there's a conspiracy that it was the mob because they did shit like he that. His you finger. know what I mean? And he said he was so drunk he thought it was a cigar. Like that's what he would say. So he used a cigar cutter to cut it off himself. I'm like, all right, Jordan, shut the fuck up, dude. Whoa. Probably in the hole, you know. They probably cut it off with a cigar cutter. Exactly. He's just embarrassed. That's kind of fucking awesome. I never knew that. There's a lot, dude. It's it's a lot. And he, most of it's like all covered up and shit because it's, it's, it's Jordan and the mob, you know. So it's two people who really just want to be under the radar. And he's the face of the NBA. So they kind of were like, fuck it. We got to cover this shit. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. He took a season off to play baseball, right? But that was right after his dad died. Yeah. There was, that's also a conspiracy too. Too. Right. That, um, they told him to leave or something. I forgot what it was. Right, take the heat off for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I remember I got, I kind of went down that rabbit hole. When the, uh, that movie out. came out. Yeah. Have you, did you see air? I actually did watch that. Yeah. You saw it. Was it good? I haven't seen it yet. It was cool. It was not about Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's right. just Nike, right? It was, a, it was a lot more about Nike, but it was cool. If you like Ben Affleck, you know, you'll like it. Uh, you like shoes, you like Jordan. Yeah. So it's kind of cool how they break it down and uh, what it was like in, whatever portland or wherever they lived yeah. you know it was it was cool I for a movie about like basically nothing it was good you know <laughs> but i don't know okay no i'm gonna wrap it up i gotta I gotta drive home been a pleasure I understand. thank you for coming thank you for uh fin- you for finally coming. saying yes man i've been <laughs> hounding you so I, I appreciate it i would love to do another one we could set something up with some of these poker guys That'd be definitely cool. i'll let them know yeah, I'll let him know. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like I said, I just had to come up with some content for this. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, come on. Did we fill two hours like nothing? <laughs> yeah, that was, it was yeah this was fun, dude. This, this was fun. I definitely look forward to the next one. We'll set something up soon. Fuck yeah. All sure. right, man. Thank you. We're out. Adios. Adios.